In this episode, I'll talk about the common traits of highly sensitive people, what it means to be highly sensitive and why it is important to know that. Hello and welcome to the Successful, Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I speak about the challenges sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs face. I offer you new perspectives and solutions, as well as experiences of other entrepreneurs. Plus, I speak about my personal experience of being a highly sensitive person who has successfully built and scaled two businesses. All of that with the goal to make you and your business even more successful in your very unique and authentic way. Have fun and enjoy. So you might ask yourself, am I really a highly sensitive person? Am I an introvert, an intuitive, an empath? And how can I know for sure? Most of my listeners here will already know that they have one or more of those character traits or that they belong to that category. However, there might be some of you who are not sure, who have either come across that name for the very first time or who just want to refresh their memory, basically. So I'll give you some input on what it actually means, some of the most common traits, and I have also added a link in the show notes to a test so that you can check for yourself. Furthermore, you don't need to know for sure It is not important what others affirm and attest to. It is important how and what you feel. Always keep that in mind. Knowing that you, for example, are an introvert, that you are a highly sensitive person, an empath or whatever, is not so much to show to the outside world that this is you. It is for you to understand yourself And basically deal with those learnings, like take different actions from now on, now that you know. Because there are many, many people who have always felt that there was something wrong with them. Because we have a very extroverted world in the Western Hemisphere, it is very normal that people want you to be extroverted. Because this is the normal, this is the average, or at least this is how we are learned to, or how we are learning to behave. If you go to Asian countries, it's a different story. So for all those people who are highly sensitive, who are introverted, they find themselves in a place or in surroundings where it's not the normal, where it's not the average. And this makes it sometimes difficult either for other people to understand you And also for yourself, to understand yourself, that you are not like everyone else. You're not better or worse than anyone. It's not about that. It's to understand that you have different traits. Therefore, HSP or introversion is a classification which will help you to understand yourself better. This is what is the most important about it. So when I came across my own specific traits and I started to look at myself and started to work with other HSP and like other sensitives, I obviously read some of the most important books. I'll also add them in the show notes. It is for sure the book from Elaine Aaron, The Highly Sensitive Person, How to Survive and Thrive When the World Overwhelms You. She started basically the whole thing. She's a clinical psycho psychologist and she spoke about HSP starting from the 90s on. So this is when 
When science started to look at those traits and look at people who behaved in a specific way and thought and felt in a specific way. And then there is another really great book. It's from Susan Cain from 2012. So a much younger one, a much younger book, so to say. It is named Quiet, the Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. So she talks a lot about introversion and she adds a lot of information on highly sensitive people as well. High sensitivity is a term used for approximately 15 to 20% of the whole population. So it's too many people to call it a disorder and it's still not very well researched, even though there is more and more research out there. It is innate, so it is not only something to learn, we can now see that it actually, like the brains of highly sensitive people, actually work a little differently than others. So what does it mean or what are some of the clues which show you that you belong to that group? It might be that you're just more aware of subtleties. It might be that you can really feel subtle changes in situations, in people, in your surroundings. And it also means that you're more easily overwhelmed with everything that is going on. And this is so because we as highly sensitive persons, highly sensitive people, we have lesser filters. So you have a lot of sensory input. Everyone has whatever is going on around you. And highly sensitive people, they have filters which filter out less. So more sensory input gets to your brain and needs to be processed. And high sensitivity often goes together with introversion. However, it does not always. About 30% of highly sensitive people are extroverts, actually. And I, for example, call myself an ambivert. So I do have a lot of introverted character traits and also lots of extroverted character traits. And for a long time, high sensitivity has been misunderstood. So people were named or called out as being shy. And shyness, even though it can seem to be the same, is something you learn, something you adapt or a way to adapt to your surroundings because of fear. It is fear-induced and your high sensitivity is not fear-induced. So obviously, if you are really sensitive person who also has lots of fears and lots of pressure on yourself, then you might add to the thing with being shy as well. However, introversion and high sensitivity does not equal shyness. This is one of the biggest misunderstandings out there and also for yourself. This helped me massively to understand myself, to know that I'm not actually shy. I just work differently. I need more time to retract. I need more time for myself to process. I'm not just shy. I have been shy as a kid because of how I was perceived and how people told me to behave. However, you can overcome shyness, but you can't overcome high sensitivity. That's the main difference. You can work on yourself and become less shy and be more outgoing, go more out there, interact with people, and you will still be highly sensitive. But like you can't let go of your high sensitivity, but you can let go of shyness. That's one of the, one of the important things to understand. So I have some questions for you. I actually didn't come up with them. You can find them on the website of Elaine Aaron, hsp, hsperson.com. 
some questions to directly go inside and check if that applies to you or not. And obviously you can take the full test, which um, you'll find the link for in the show notes. Are you easily overwhelmed by such things as bright lights, strong smells and coarse fabrics or sirens nearby? I actually have to say every time a car or a siren, a car with a siren passes by, I have to like close my, my ears because it's so overwhelming. I really don't like that no noise. Another question would be, do you get rattled when you have a lot to do in a short amount of time? So do you get pressured easily with lots of things at your hand? Do you have an issue with um, violent movies and TV shows? Like, does it really... Does it, does it really bother you? And do you need to withdraw during busy days into either a darkened room, into bed, or some other place where you basically can shield yourself off from society and other people and relieve yourself from the situation, basically? And do you notice or enjoy delicate or fine scents, tastes, sounds, or works of art? I most definitely have. I love the art world and I love aesthetics and I love the subtlety of art, of music. I'm deeply moved by music. I can cry easily just listening to, to music. And do you have a rich and complex inner life? High sensitivity or highly sensitive people, they have a crazy intense inner life. There is so much going on. And this is where people think they are shy or they don't want to talk. And actually, they have a life of their own. They can deeply go inside and enjoy a whole different story. So the most important thing, obviously, is to see if you're easily distracted by loud noises, by by um, strong lights, by different scents, like that you often hear, feel, see things that other people don't really see. Like you said, ah, can you smell that? And everyone around you goes like, what? No, no idea. Or that you are bothered by loud noises and others, for them, it's just normal. Or with crazy lights, you know, for example, if you're a person who easily gets a migraine because of strong lights, you know, It doesn't need to be that you get a migraine. Don't like that's not a trait that you easily get migraines. However, it shows that there is a different level of how you are affected by lights, for example. And then what about your emotions? Do you easily feel emotions of other people? Do you feel your own emotions deeply? All the whole range of emotions, not only sadness, also happiness, also uh, feeling with other people, also anger like do you really feel your emotions deeply and do you have sometimes the feeling of you can feel emotions of other people those are actually not your emotions you're deeply tapping into the feelings and into what other people are feeling and if this is even stronger you might be an empath an empath is a person who feels the emotions of other people much more strongly than the the average person And when we speak about introversion, we mean that you're a person who draws energy from being alone, from retracting from society. And an extrovert is a person who gains energy through being with other people. Also, that was a big understanding for me that I'm not an introvert. I just have to go back or draw back from society, from those things going around me because I had to process a lot of things. 
It was not because I didn't like interaction with people. And this is a big one for, for highly sensitive people to understand. Perhaps they are not shy or introverted. They just need time for themselves. They need time to, yes, fill up their energy, but not because other people, but because of the less filters or the lesser filters they have and they more th the more they have to process. So in conclusion, a highly sensitive person might be an introvert, 70% are, but 30% are not. Highly sensitive people are hypersensitive to external stimuli. For example, noises, for example, smells, lights, other people's emotions, even pain or caffeine consumption. And introverts are people who draw energy from being by themselves, from being with themselves further away from other people and their surroundings. And extroverts are people who draw energy from being surrounded by other people, from being in interaction with other people. Obviously, there is much, much more to say about this. However, you can read, most definitely read the book I recommended to you. You will learn so much more about it. Empaths are people who feel deeply what other people are feeling at the moment. It is, they feel it in their body. It's not only that they observe it, they can feel it as if it were their own emotions. And many people, many highly sensitive people have strong empathy and some of them even are empaths, but not all of them. And now to intuitive people, that means that you draw your decisions or you make decisions based on your inner guidance and not on or less on the logical and the rational, what makes sense. You do things based on your intuition, on inner guidance. There will be several episodes specifically about intuitives. Now, the question is, why is it important to see if you're a highly sensitive person or if you're an introverted person? Why is it important for you to know? And as I said, it's not important what other people say about you. It is how you feel yourself. It is important because with knowing comes inner peace. With knowing who you are and why you are the way you are, You can be okay with yourself. For me, it was such a relief when I figured out I'm a highly sensitive person. I finally understood that I was an ambivert. I was not introverted because I thought I'm introverted, but I don't feel like that. I need so much time at home. I am thinking so much. I need so much time to process all of what is going on, but I don't feel like an introvert. And then I understood Yes, I'm an ambivert, that's one thing, and a highly sensitive person. So I need so much time for myself because I need to process what is going on. Because I have lesser filters, more sensory input is being processed in my brain and I just need time for that. Time with less input. So if I go out there again into huge crowds with many people, with lots of things going on, Again, I have an overload of external stimuli and I can't, like there is even more to process. I get overwhelmed. And this is why I need so much time at home. So I finally understood it's not that I'm an introvert because I didn't feel like one. It is because I'm a highly sensitive person and I still have very extroverted sides and I need the time for myself to process what has been going on. 
And I finally understood why I was so easily overwhelmed. I thought I'm so sensitive, like what's going on? I can't deal with the world. And now I understood there are physical reasons for that. It's not that I'm just a, a crybaby or something, not at all. I have to deal with more than the average population. And so it made sense for me. I didn't think I was wrong anymore. I can't tell you what kind of a relief this is. And for example, I thought so much. People told me, like, don't overthink things. And I thought, but I, like, this is just who I am. I can't stop thinking. I am still a highly emotional person. Like me, being a thinker didn't mean that I wasn't emotional, you know? So... I finally understood it's okay. I need to think so much again because I was processing all of that, what was going on around me. And now I know it's one of my biggest traits. It's one of my biggest gifts to be highly emotional and having that ability to think and having that ability to really quickly, like many highly sensitive people, they are like quick thinkers. You know, you place something in front of them and it's bam, bam, bam. It's not that I, because, because of the many stimuli, they do like basically rapid thinking, you know, in order to process all of that what is coming in. So I understood that's a gift of mine. It's not something I have to get rid of. And this made me be at ease and actually celebrate who I am instead of feeling feeling like a fraud or feeling like a bad person. It made me to let go of this feeling I need to apologize for who I am. And also in business, highly sensitive people will be drawn to strategies with lots of compassion and empathy. So if people tell you, you need to be pushy or you need to make the sale and make the sale in the first conversation you do with people or something like that, many sensitive people don't resonate with that. They give it a go, they try it and it still doesn't work or it doesn't feel aligned. And finally, now you can understand that you have to find your own way of doing things. You have to, to sell in a way which feels deeply aligned with yourself because otherwise you are working against yourself because you are feeling so much more. You are observing so much more what is going on in other people. You couldn't do it. For other people, it's just normal, you know? They just do it and it's fine for them. It's not that it is a bad approach, you know? It is just that for sensitive people, it doesn't work. We need to put our empathic and compassionate skills into our business as well. Otherwise, we will burn out much quicker than the average population. And how you deal, like how you do business throughout the day, what you do, how much you do. As a sensitive person, you have to find your own strategy for that. And knowing that you're a sensitive person, you will understand, I can do it differently. I don't have to function as everyone else. If everyone has a really long to-do list and they do one thing after the other and they sit in huge crowded offices and they are fine with that and you think you have to do the same, now you can finally relax and know, no, I can do it differently and I don't need to become like everyone else. It is such a relaxing feeling to finally be yourself. Plus, with this inner knowingness of who you are and being okay with that comes different action steps. So I know I need more time for myself. When I was younger and 
I thought something's wrong with me. I didn't give that time to myself. I made myself go out all the time and be like everyone else. And now I know. And if I need to be 20 hours at home and just go out for four hours or whatever, that's okay. And I actually do that. I actually give that time to myself. And in business, I work like 20 hours per week. And I'm highly efficient with that. I'm totally fine with that and I don't have the feeling anymore I need to be part of the hustle world. That's not the way to go for a sensitive person, for a highly sensitive person. So the action step is to actually do things differently. And it might be that you have to listen in on your intuition much more than other people. For them, it's rational and they just do it. And for you, you have to actually take time and listen to yourself and follow that intuitive guidance instead of what other people do. And what is connected with intuition is that you actually follow your inner guidance. So you probably get a feeling of someone or a situation which tells you, no, that's not the way to go. And now with that knowingness, you actually follow that intuitive guidance and you don't do that anymore. Or instead, something gives you a yes, even though like on a rational level, it doesn't make sense at all. You now follow that because you know that's a gift you have or an advantage. It's even an advantage you have over the average population. And it's your job to actually hone in on that. Another point would be with being very emotional. Like if you have been told you're so emotional and don't cry so much, now it's your time to actually do the opposite. Be even more emotional. Cry even more. Because if you repress emotions, guess what? They build up inside of you and there will be a, like basically a break out of those emotions. So instead of listening to other people who tell you how sensitive you should be, just go with what feels good with you. And if you need to cry in the movies, go cry. If you need to cry in interaction with a person, go do that. I sometimes cry with my clients. You know, in the beginning, that was really uncomfortable. And now that's me. You know, if you book a session with me, if you book uh, my co uh, coaching with me, you get all of me. You get all of me with all of my emotions. And this actually builds a bridge to other people because they feel you are emotionally invested in them. My invitation for you is to really check for yourself, for your highly sensitive traits and accept them and start loving them. So instead of holding back, give even more of yourself. So this was my episode about the traits of highly sensitive people and introverted people. I first of all gave you some common traits, some questions you can ask yourself to see if you belong to that group or not. Obviously, it is never an absolute. Just go with your feelings and you can take the test. I linked it in the show notes. And in the second part of uh, this episode, I gave you some reasons why it is really important to understand if you're a highly sensitive person and yeah, what actions it will lead you to do and which not. So I really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If yes, then I would be super grateful if you gave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Please subscribe to the podcast and share it with people you know that they can benefit from it. Please subscribe to the podcast and share it with people who you know can benefit from it. You can find all links to my social media profiles, my website and contact form in the show notes. 
You can also apply for a discovery call with me to discuss your current situation and questions and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for listening and until the next episode, much love to you from Lydia. Lydia.